In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. I would like you to think back to the first reading and uh, visualize it, if you can. St. John, in the book of Revelation, had a vision of a great multitude, had a vision of heaven, a great multitude so enormous that no one could count it, from every nation, race, people, and tongue. They stood before the throne, before the throne of God, and before the Lamb, wearing white robes and holding palm branches in their hands. They cried out in a loud voice, Salvation comes from our God who is seated on the throne and from the Lamb. If it helps you to close your eyes, imagine this vision of heaven. Countless, countless people. He's already described that the 12 tribes of Israel are represented with 12,000 members each. So there's a hearty, he's already made mention of 144,000. And then beyond that, he says, he saw the great multitude, which was beyond counting, all dressed in white, palm branches in their hand, singing the praises of God and the praises of the Lamb of God. Some of us might have... Um, the paint, very famous painting by Van Eyck, uh, if, as you're visualizing this scene, we probably don't have the... The Van Eyck painting is very colorful, whereas if, as you're visualizing this, as I describe it, probably it's overwhelming that everyone's wearing a long white robe. Not just 144,000, countless multitudes. That means... Many multiples of at least 100,000, if not millions. The Van Eyck painting gives you just one still image of what is an unfolding scene because it continues. Angels stood around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. They prostrated themselves before the throne, worshipped God, and exclaimed, Amen, blessing and glory, wisdom and thanksgiving, honor, power and might. Be to God forever and ever, amen. We are participating in what St. John saw. We are participating in the worship of God. There are many elements of the different ancient rites of the Catholic Church, whether it be the Giz rite in Ethiopia or even the Latin rite, which is genuinely ancient. In the Giz rite in Ethiopia and Ethiopian Orthodox, when you go to church there, you cover all your street clothes in a white wrapped linen sheet. It's almost like a toga. Everyone is wearing white inside church. They even observe the very ancient tradition that men are on the left side of the church, women and children on the right side of the church. They also observe the ancient tradition that we overturned only 500 years ago, that there are no pews in church. We invented pews about 500 years ago. 
But the ancient ritual in which we will um, engage, which became um, a staple for so many of us who are in a religious vocation or a priestly vocation, is adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. Most of us associate it with the Middle Ages. But so after Mass, what will happen is we will... We won't go prostrate. I mentioned praying in a prostrate position two weeks ago at Sunday Mass, but we will adore our Lord on the altar, on his throne, literally on a throne. The little detail that's in this song of the angels and the saints, salvation comes from our God who is seated on the throne and from the Lamb. The Lamb is the Lamb of God the Lamb of Sacrifice, the victorious Paschal Lamb. He is God. And by revealing himself as God, reveals also that God the Father is God, but he's not God the Father. And God the Holy Spirit is God, but he's not God the Holy Spirit. So as we worship the Lamb, as we worship Christ, the Paschal Sacrifice, his purpose is to draw us further up into worshiping God the Father. This is happening right now. And so in that multitude are all the saints that we love and all the saints we don't even know. All of our favorite young saints, whether it be St. Tarsisius or St. Dominic Savio or St. Maria Goretti, the Virgin Martyrs, St. Lucy, St. Cecilia, Agatha, or the great, the great heroes of perseverance and prayer for our adult children, examples of how to be grandparents, St. Monica, St. Joachim, St. Anne, St. Elizabeth, St. Zechariah. As we celebrate all of them all together, as, as we present to ourselves this vision of the countless multitude in heaven, It serves to stir up our, our desire to be with them, to become like them. But it should also stir our imagination and our intellect to realize that that actually is reality. That is eternal reality. That is happening now, and that is going to continue on forever. What we experience today, whether it be a joy or a sorrow, it's temporary. But what we're engaging in right here touches the eternal. Our temporary joys are causes to thank God for his little graces, his little help. And the sorrows or even the tragedies of today, they're just for a time, unless we permit them to separate us from God, in which case they will last for eternity. Keep that image of all the saints together in heaven In your mind, as, as we continue with these prayers, where we are not doing some ritual that a committee decided would be a good idea and beneficial for civic society, but rather we are participating in the ancient rites patterned after the Jewish temple worship, baptized and transformed by Christ himself. 
and something that has always been understood to be our participating in their song. So many of our prayers, the vast majority of our prayers, not only are they directed to God the Father, they are the prayers of angels and saints from sacred scripture. As we enter most deeply into that prayer at the altar, when we will hear the Sanctus chanted in an admittedly new and long and difficult to sing melody, this is the song that Isaiah heard. We read about it in Isaiah chapter 6. He, 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 saw the, he saw the bottom of the throne of heaven, and he, and he saw the beginning of God's majesty, and even angels were covering their faces. And Isaiah put his face to the ground as he heard the, the, the threefold song of glory sung, holy, holy, holy. We are most definitely participating in what is taking place in heaven. And they are most definitely hoping that we join them forever. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.